The Weekly Dish podcast is brought to you by Lakewinds Co-op in Minnetonka, Chanhassen, and Richfield with delivery from Instacart. There's no membership required to shop at Lakewinds. All are welcome. Check out lakewinds.com, and if you can't make it to a Lakewinds, please visit your local food co-op in the neighborhood near you. Hi, it's Stephanie Hansen from Weekly Dish. This Thanksgiving, let's give thanks to our frontline workers and for local farmers who grow your food. When you buy local, you reduce food miles and your carbon footprint. You can enjoy delicious food that is fresher, supporting local farming families, and helping to create an equitable local food system. So as you plan your Thanksgiving feast, whether it's the star of the feast, you know, your turkey, ham, or vegan main dish, or the vegetable-based dishes and sides of the harvest like squash or carrots, Brussels sprouts, and potatoes, think local and seek out locally raised meats or locally made plant-based alternatives like Roos Gourmet. The Lakewinds Deli can help you simplify your feast preparations with ready-made sides and pies, including vegan and gluten-free options for the whole family. When you shop the co-op, you support small-scale local farmers who use sustainable practices. Give thanks for local farmers this Thanksgiving and support them at your local co-op. Lakewinds Food Co-op in Minnetonka, Chanhassen, and Richfield with delivery from Instacart. Find more at lakewinds.com. I get my nom, nom, nom on with the My Talk Chicks and we will eat on, eat on the weekly dish. Dish. I'm Stephanie March. Hello, I'm Stephanie Hansen. Today is the Thanksgiving show. <laughs> it is. We and don't we have are... any leaded music for Thanksgiving. What's Thanksgiving music? Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. You know, like you kind of think. Have you read that they're coming back? They're going to. Weren't they? At, okay, so Apple bought the, the rights, and Apple then they the were going to stream it, and then there was a massive outcry. So. Apple decided that CBS could play the Thanksgiving show and the Christmas peanut special. So both of them will be on regular TV. You'll have to look at your listings because I don't have a TV guide anymore because that makes me 105. But does is TV guide still published? I don't know. But remember when you like we would get the magazine TV guide. No, I never did. I always was jealous of people who did because it looked so. Oh, it I had... mean, and for like me, a paper book print yeah. geek, like I always wanted that. My mom was. Definitely like Oh yeah, no, it had no. stories about the soap opera stars and plot lines. Oh, I and, never yeah, got TV that. TV Guide was the best. That's amazing. That's amazing. Well, today is the pre-Thanksgiving Day show, you guys. So you know the rules is that we are here for you for all of your questions to help make your Thanksgiving as good as it possibly can be. We know it's quote unquote a little different this year. <laughs> Just a little. So we're ready. I don't know. I feel like we have a lot of, maybe it makes a fresher show because we have just different things to talk about. I feel very motivated. Yeah. I feel excited. Good. I had a, I started shopping yesterday. So. Like Christmas shopping? No. (laughs) Thanksgiving shopping. Which you guys know. Yeah. No. Okay. Right. You have started shopping. Yes. So I feel like we've got Leslie Miller's going to come on today and talk about wines. Because whether it's a one person, two person, or four person, right? 
you're still able we, to celebrate. We're pretty and sure. We've got, we got ways. Yeah, we're pretty sure that it's still going to happen. <laughs> Thanksgiving itself, however it does, it will happen. But we want you guys to know that we are going to have the phones open for the whole show. And if you guys want to call in, it'll be 651-641-1071. And we will be taking your questions and trying to answer any conundrums. You know, we don't have a chef on this year. I think this is our first time in a couple years yeah. that we haven't had a chef on. So I don't know. Maybe we're going to have to text some friends some uh, some questions oh, if we, we can, can handle it. Stephanie, we have a new show sponsor, too. Yes! So thank you to Hornitos Tequila mm-hmm. for sponsoring the Weekly Dish. We really appreciate it. Because that helps us bring all this sparkling content to it you does. guys. Someone's got to pay for Someone's it, Someone's got to pay for us to so, show up. <laughs> uh, I actually, on my Stephanie's Dish blog, and I put it on the Weekly Dish show page, too, I did a Hornitos Tequila Paloma, yeah. but I made it kind of Thanksgiving-ish with... They recommend that you build it in like a Collins glass with a rosemary sprig as the garnish. Oh, I did the same recipe, but I shook it and strained it. And I took a piece of sage leaf and rubbed it to release the oils. And then I floated the sage leaf on my coupe glass and strained my Paloma in there Oh, for kind of a Thanksgiving sagey, but citrusy it blast. I I had it last night. It was fantastic. I, uh, they I can't also, wait to make it again. They sent me some stuff, too. Oh, yeah. So, I was wondering about that. Yeah, so I have to go through that. I was very happy to get a load of tequila yesterday. Yes. Like, basically, that couldn't have saved that week, man. Nothing else could have saved that week other than a shipment of tequila. My husband saw the bottles on the counter as I was getting the recipe prepared, and he was like, what is that? Like, he was nervous. <laughs> I'm like, it's okay. I, I can do this. <laughs> There's some age for sipping. There's some Blanco for my cocktail recipes. And then the smoky um, tequila aged in the Anejo barrels. This is my jam. Yeah, because that's going to be a tequila old-fashioned. It's like a whiskey. I love tequila old-fashioned. I never even knew that was a thing. So let's each make a version of it for next week. Okay, great. Or the week after. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Oh, yeah, the week after, because we should say, wah, wah. Yeah. We're on vacation next week. Yep. We're taking a, they're, they're giving us a little break next week so we don't have our traditional post feast show but i i promise you that i will after uh after the feast this week i'm gonna throw some we'll throw some recipes up for leftover stuff yeah and turkey everything tetrazzini like that. uh a turkey tikka masala oh i know i found that yesterday and i was like why haven't i been doing that, that? sounds really good i know I love tikka masala. I'm all in See, for that. So we got we got you, we people. Got you. We got you. We're here for you. We're gonna we're gonna make it work. Dinner for one. I know where you should go. I know. <laughs> I do. I got this. So let's have a moment to talk about the shutdown because obviously that's a huge thing, and I just want to you know we want to have a moment to talk about how 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 rough that is and how last night you know I know a lot of bars and restaurants were busy. Hopefully they weren't quote unquote packed, but they were busy enough so that they, you know, the hardest part is like for bars, especially the idea that you have to, you, they had to like get rid of their tap beer because it was either going to go bad and they'd have to throw it out. I think a lot of them were hoping that they'd have more than three days, you know, notice. So, but nonetheless, I know a lot of people went out to support their restaurants. I got a lot of messages from people asking, where should I go to eat tonight to kind of give them one last bump. And it was beautiful to think that there was a lot of people tipping. I'd heard great things across the rumor, you know, the stratosphere about it. So it's going to be a rough one. I did some takeout this week. Um, I did that Red Rabbit pizza kit with my nieces and it was great. Yeah. And I picked up my stuff and I had 60 bucks in my hand and I gave it to the hostess. And I said, so I'm assuming you guys are like sharing tips or whatever. And she looked at me and she goes, all of that? 
And I was like, yes, yeah. all of it. Take it. Yeah. You're going to have one more day of employment as far as I know. Yeah. So take it. And there was uh, stories of like people going into bar bars and the bartenders were telling me that they would order a drink or a beer, take a couple sips and leave a hundred bucks. Yeah. My sister lost her job, obviously, as so many of these hospitality folks did. One thing that I think is a story that we're going to be hearing is some of these people took some time of unemployment when it was offered during the first shutdown, but then they've just gone back to work and maybe some of them haven't worked long enough to qualify for unemployment again. Yeah. There's this very weird situation for a lot of these servers and bartenders and. Yeah. And actually, uh, Hospitality Minnesota, which is, you know, the sort of restaurant association locally, they put a thing out late. It was late on Friday and I couldn't get my arms around it. TCB Mag has a great story about it. Maybe I'll link to it. But it basically, they have said, look, this is what we need from you. If you're going to shut us down as an industry, this is what we need from you from the government. And it's all about, like, we need a stay of rent. Or, you know, we need leases and rents to be put on hold. And that there's a no eviction clause if you're going to hold us down like this. We need, you know, funds for unemployment for our service workers. We need, you know, we need funds to help the most at-risk restaurants. Like and some, we need insurance. Some restaurants are fine, like, are going to be able to be fine for four weeks and make it there's some who literally are wondering how they're going to keep the lights on and i think it's really fair to say four weeks may not be the end of this nobody thinks it's only four weeks. no it's probably eight to twelve yeah so and i think what's going to happen is that four weeks they're going to let like some things come back but not restaurants i think the idea is that this is the shutdown and then at four weeks it might say okay well now you can do outdoor sports but nothing else. Okay, now you can do this. Now, gyms can come back, but not right. restaurants. So I think it's going to be this role, and I think most restaurants know that. And, you know, because no, there's no chance we're going to get New Year's Eve. And I don't think we sh- necessarily should have the massive New Year's Eve party if numbers are still high. If they come way down, you know, who knows? But I, I, I just, I, there's still a certain amount of this that feels kind of stunning to me, the people's lack of understanding of what's happening, the blame the shame, the pointing fingers. And I just, for me personally, I am just here to hunker down and try to support people as best as I can. Uh, There's no time for shame. There's no time for, if you didn't wear a mask before, you can wear one now, like whatever. Yeah. Let's just Just do it. Let's start start trying to move towards the solution and figure this out. We There is vaccines. Yeah. They're coming. It's going to be a while. And and it's going to be like, potentially you get one and then you still have like three weeks of, Masking and then you get another vaccine, the second stage of it. And then you, you know what I mean? It's going to be a while. It's a process. So I hope that, I hope that we do that. And I hope that we all can find some gratitude this coming week for the good things. And I hope that we can, you know, find good things in each other too. It was interesting. If you missed last week's question that Stephanie did, take a look and read it. It was about what are some of the things that the pandemic has brought you that were unexpected gifts? Yeah. It really made me feel like a lot of gratitude and think differently about this shutdown again and where we're headed. So maybe take a second if you're feeling kind of low just to read. Yeah, there have been some some really great responses in there. And this week on the Facebook question, I gave you a chance because, you know, I love Thanksgiving storytelling more than anything. Um, I gave you the high low like you get to give us either and you can do both your best favorite Thanksgiving memory. Or you can give us your be- your worst fail or the biggest flop, because those are always fun, too. All right, we're going to take a quick break, you guys. When we come back, we're going to start up. We're going to start up with the sides. We're going to launch right into what are some of the crazy sides you can do for Thanksgiving. We've got cheese boards. We've got wines. We've got crazy different sort of ideas for Thanksgiving coming up. Again, remember, you can call in any time. 
651-641-1071. And we're the Weekly Dish. And we're brought to you by Hornitos Tequila. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. It's Steph March for Common Ground, Minnesota. You know what? Food brings out the passion in people. And people love to talk about food. And so why wouldn't we talk about the people and to the people who are growing our food? We have an opportunity, you guys. Common Ground, Minnesota on Facebook is a place where women farmers are able to answer your questions about the food scene and the way that they grow food. They are ready to engage. They just want to talk about how they grow food, what they think about why they grow food, and all the things that have to do with the way that your family is eating local foods and what they're growing. Remember that you always have an opportunity to check in and chat with farmers in Minnesota at Common Ground Minnesota. It's right on Facebook. It's on Instagram. You can check them out on Common Ground, M-I-N-N. They're ready to answer any and all of your questions. Weekly Dish, My Talk 107, everything food and turkey. 651-641-1071. We'll throw the number out there. We'll take your calls throughout the show. We've got guests and things lined up, but don't feel like you can't call in. Hope will take your call. Yeah. If you just want to ask a question too, she will type it in and we will answer. She and she did. I'm going to answer this one right now. Where can we get knives sharpened before Thanksgiving? You should go to Eversharp, yes. which is our favorite place. And P.S. It is across the street from Norseman Distillery in Northeast Minneapolis. I'm just going to tell you, I did just pick up canned cocktails from there. Nice. So like you get your mixer and then you buy your little... Th- 375 or whatever it is, this, yep. the shorty of booze. And you can pick from all these cocktail mixers. Like they have one called the Burnside. Okay. Did you know that? No. They have one called Burnside. And so you that's like, it's supposed to evoke your lake. Um, can I go there after, like, do you have to make an appointment? Um, You I, you can walk in. Yeah, no, they have them there. I, it's good to order online ahead of time, but they're open. Okay. I'm so, going to do that before I leave the show today. Yeah. You I know, was going to tell you that. Is is cocktail kit challenge? Yes. Can't make cocktails at home. I have to get her kits. You sh- this is a good idea, though. <laughs> okay, I might be putting them into a magazine in the future. Oh yeah. Um. Okay. Let's talk about sides. Let's just do it. Let's just have this moment where we talk about what is on. This is the side game portion because. Here's the deal. Every year at Thanksgiving, we have this sort of argument where we spend so much time talking about the bird, but really. It's, it's the, the sides. sides. The sides are the things that are the main dish in my mind. In fact, this is the year I think a lot of people have decided that they don't necessarily have to have a huge turkey or even, you know, a whole turkey. Yeah, for sure. A lot of people are choosing a, either buying like the breasts or buying the separate legs. Think small. Think small, right? And so then if you think that that's going to happen, then you kind of decide, am I going to have a bunch of sides? Am I going to do craziness? Am I going to do my... Here's, here's guys, our thing. I'm adding a salad to the menu this year because my Thanksgiving, I think, is going to be Thanksgiving delivery, as it turns out. Yeah. So I was like, salad? Like, there's a great salad. Salad Girl has it, but um, Kowalski is, is featuring it. That's got like Brussels sprout slaw and slaws. So that holds up for a whole day. Yeah. If you're going to do delivery for people, I would usually never do a Thanksgiving salad. See, my mom is always the queen of the salad. She brings this great, the pomegranate, the pomegranate grapefruit avocado salad. I brought, I bought pomegranate. I'm going to miss that one. Hey, we do have Annie on the line. Um, Hey, Annie, you have a little shout out for us today, don't you? Hi, I wanted to give a shout out to the people that create caterers, Philip and Corey Meyer. Yeah. They're offering for $100, four to six people. You get stuffing, gravy, potato puree, green beans with bacon, pie, nuts, and pecorino, cranberry relish, and then you get your choice of pies. You get French silk, pecan, or sweet potato pie, and then you can add an additional pie for another $35. 
you pick up everything on Saturday, on, excuse me, on Wednesday. Amen. I really love Chef sides Corey and pies. Meyer's food. Thank you. I Thank appreciate you. it. I yeah. love the sides and pies idea because yeah. that's like you, you've got your bird. You know what you're doing. Let's, yep. you know, do the other sides stuff. and pies. Sides and pies. Uh, that was Create Catering who has come out of retirement, you know, just for this quick little burst burst. Um, okay. I got to ask you. So I had a, we had a question about stuffing this week on the radio or on the emails uh-huh. about what is the best bread to use for stuffing. And I replied, sourdough has kind of always been my jam. Um, and I like to rip it apart. Mm-hmm. A la Allison Roman, apparently. <laughs> and then, and then, but I do like a CD loaf every once in a while. Mm-hmm. I don't mind that either. Do you have a feeling about stuffing? Bread. Oh, Stephanie, this is going to be such a disappointing answer. Oh, are you going to say store-bought cubes? I was going to say brown berry bagged <laughs> store-bought cubes. And I've tried the others. I've done a cornbread. And I, when I do I a don't chicken, like the cornbread. I've, I like actually a roast chicken with stuffed with cornbread. So when I'm going to do a chicken, which yeah. maybe people are going to do, like I get a little more creative chickens. with the stuffing. Yeah. But my Thanksgiving family... Is like, um, why you gotta ruin the stuffing by putting all your bread in there? Just go with the cubes because they really absorb all the butter and the juices of the turkey and they make a great sandwich because they're all mushed down and you can slice it. I mean, you gotta have what you gotta have. So that's my answer. Okay, go with the bags. It's (laughs) I know, but I'm being honest. I know, and and I'm gonna give you a you know what? I should have set this show up with a pass because here's here's the thing. I did a little uh, Zoom talking turkey, you know, with the uh, chefs, yes. like some of the top chefs in the city. And we all went through and I said, what's your must have on the Thanksgiving table? You guys, all of them said the trashier, the better. Seven layer salad. Like they were talking about, I mean, Jamie Malone bought a Baker Square pie at one point. French silk. You can't go wrong with that. <laughs> it was the best. If you watch this Zoom, it was, and it's true. What they've all said was like, look, this is our day off, actually. Yeah. And the trashier, you know, or not the trashier, obviously, but the, like the more like actual home cooking, the better. They're not in for the twisting. It's we, it's we, it's the home cooks talkers, who are not yes. professionals who are like, I got to make this chefy. And they're all like, I'll be on the couch. You just give me that green bean casserole with the French's fried onions on top. Done. I'll be there. Yeah. Yeah. So with that caveat, I give all of it. Like, there's no need to fancy if you don't wanna. You gotta buy the brownberry bag, though. I will say that. Claire has something for us. Claire has a bread shout out. Let's hear it, Claire. Well, um, okay. So um, for stuffing, um, I lived in Switzerland for three years, and so we had a an American Thanksgiving one year, and I found that the baguette there was so outrageous for stuffing that when Rustica came around, I stopped using the bags and the sourdough. Rustica baguette for stuffing with turkey sausage is so delicious. I love it. Nice. I love it. We just had someone tweet us that said ciabatta, which is a similar idea. Yes. Ciabatta would make a great... Yeah. So um, thanks, Trish. I have okay, and so here's the thing. You know, my the half baked harvest girl in Denver who's doing these. I'm yeah, that totally Stephanie obsessed is obsessed with, with this food blogger. Which just let <laughs> let your mind so get around that for a second. Weird that I'm obsessed I with know. this food. Although I'm almost done with her because like okay. I feel like everything's. A. I know you cycle through people and then you through. dump them. Yep, I do. <laughs> I was dumped long ago. No, you weren't. You are my 100. <laughs> percent You're my ride or die. Are you kidding me? 
Um, but she put out a stuffing recipe that was croissants with mushrooms and spinach and just sort of a dip. That but, sounds great for a bread pudding. I, but it's it's a stuffing bread pudding. It's a same thing. Are you going to waste a good croissant, though, in Is a Is it a waste if, you, if it's buttery and, like, good with all mm, the stuff? I don't know. I've done a ton of bread pudding that with That sounds croissants. bread pudding-ish for me. Lovely. I just don't know if it's going to soak those croissants to me. It doesn't feel like that soaks up the stock, which is really what we're talking about, right? Yeah. Like, the good, juicy stuff, I feel like a dense bread is more important. Okay, so moving on from stuffing. I know we've only got like two more minutes in this segment, but I wanted to say there's some great ideas out there. One of the things I think I might do this year is the fennel gratin, because I don't have anybody is to yell at me. Is it a gratin or a gratin? Uh, I think it's a gratin, <laughs> <laughs> because there's nobody at my table I would this year. eat the fennel gratin would you, and love it. With walnut thyme breadcrumbs? I would, and my family would be like... Right. What? Why? You, what, what is this? this Why is not, are you serving us a condiment? Yes. I feel like because it's just me this year, I can make it, it smaller and just yes. make it mine. By the way, most of these things, I'm going to make in these tiny dishes and just eat them myself. Well, that's because I think, again, I think my Thanksgiving is going to end up being delivered to everybody. So I was like, well, then I'm going to throw in macaroni and cheese. Yes. Because that's a great side that they can heat up and they don't even have to eat it for that meal. But right. there's some people in quarantine in our life that I'm going to try to get some food to. So. Um, Food 52 had an, uh, this is interesting. I was going to ask you about this sheet pan, mac and cheese with pumpkin and brown butter. So that to make Yum. it a little bit more than just mac and cheese, it's got pumpkin and brown butter in there, which I, I bet think it's, it's fantastic. I think that's kind of excellent sounding. And the sheet pan is so that there's lots of crispy bits. I bet. Yes. And in yeah. fact, that's, I had a mac and cheese fail last night that I tried to go. I just used the wrong cheese by accident. So it was mostly mozzarella, which strings like crazy. Oh yeah. I was trying to do a baked mac and cheese and it was just, it was yeah. like, it was a mess. Anyway, anyway, teenagers don't care. All right, you guys, I'm going to put some of these up, but definitely send us some more. You know, if you have some ideas for sides, dial it up. We'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. Hi, this is Stephanie Hansen from The Weekly Dish, and you may remember that I just sold my townhome in St. Paul and moved to Golden Valley. I did that with the help of Carrie Elks and Sue Durfee from Remax Results. You guys, they were so responsive and easy to work with. They were straightforward and they were really respectful when I was working with them. If Kurt and I would have different opinions, and we did, they would inject what they thought would be the best thing for both of us and help us really find the best house that would meet both of our needs. They're not a big team, but they provide very personal service. And each time you go through a home, you're going to deal with either Carrie or Sue directly. They don't hand you off to someone else, and they walk you through the entire process. Sue Durfee has over 20 years in real estate and has been voted best super agent by Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine many times. And I've known Carrie Alks personally for many years. Carrie's responsive, has great judgment, and is so trustworthy. Honestly, I just had a great experience and I wanted you to know about it because buying a house is a big purchase and who you buy it with really can matter. So find Carrie Elkst, C-A-R-R-I-E, and Sue Durfee at CarrieAndSue.com if you're buying or selling a house. That's Carrie and Sue at CarrieAndSue.com from Remax Results. Okay, friends, it is the Thanksgiving show, 651-641-1071. If you want to weigh in, you want to tell us something you're excited about. You got questions you about carrot soup, if, whatever. Yeah, carrot soup is good. Isn't that a, like, why don't I have soup at Thanksgiving? 
There's well, never any time it's like for one soup. more dish. Yeah. If you have those cute little pumpkin ceramic yes, ramekins like that. they have at Meritage, yeah. then you have soup. Then you have that soup. that looks real cute okay. on your table. And you True. know our friend Heather Manley from Cooked Water Spirits. You know she's got like oh she's got like six sixteen chargers of these and like cute little <laughs> her pumpkins. plate stack goes up to the roof and they have to like pull <laughs> oh, for every course. God. She has like the best tablescapes ever. She really does. Her tablescape game is Beyond. the best. Okay, so we're gonna go from talking about Heather Manley's tablescapes <laughs> to cheese balls. Actually. I I am working on a piece and I thought I would just share it with you because it's kind of fun. Okay. So let's say that you, I'll be honest, here was, so we talked about Thanksgiving last weekend and it was feeling a little nerve wracking just because we knew that the restaurants were going to be going into shutdown. There was a lot of talk that was happening. We were trying to keep it upbeat and light. But I already knew my Thanksgiving table was going to be small. Yep. Because it was probably going to be my daughter, her girlfriend, and my Dolores, my mother-in-law. Well, this week, you know, I'm getting texts like, are we still gathering? I don't know. Dolores is concerned. My daughter's concerned. Another family we uh, talked about bringing food to is in quarantine. So (laughs) it's all just kind of evolving, right? So I was like, you know, it's not that I don't feel like Thanksgiving, but like, let's get our priorities straight here. Yeah. If if I'm not going to be sad about missing one giant meal that I can make all the time, it's the people that I'm sad about. It's the tradition that I'm sad about. It's the not being able to spend time with my loved ones that I'm sad about. Yes. So does the food have to be like this special set thing? Or can I, is this the year that I decide, you know what? I can do this. Like, I can do things small. I can sit with Kurt at the dining room table and make it super beautiful and have the to-go boxes that we go and drive around and bring later. And maybe that's where the giving and the the thanks comes in. So I started to think about what could we do that would feel different or fun, and I came up with some turkey pivots. Oh, good. Okay. Another thing that I noticed right away when everybody started, when did the, when was the governor's message? Was it Wednesday? It was Wednesday night. Okay. I started getting tweets right away that night of Mm -hmm. people like, okay, I was going to do this big meal. I was going to fly. No, I'm not going anywhere. What, where can I eat? Who's still got stuff left? So go ahead. I just, we have someone who wants to give a shout out. Do you want to take it? Okay. Hey, Kathy, Kathy wants to give us a keys shout out. Oh yes. What's up, Kathy? Well, my mother-in-law had ordered us a, Nice turkey dinner for me and my husband. And the Keith Cafe in White Bear Lake is the best. Ah. And then I thought, I might as well give my mom her Keys dinner. Yeah. I ordered it for my mom. Oh, and that's it actually so great. dovetails very nicely because Keys is one of the places that you can get a meal for one yes. or a meal for two. Like they've got plated dinners. Excellent. So you can order those online from Keys Cafe. Thanks, Kathy. Another kind of different idea yeah. is uh, Bub's Aussie's Pies. Oh, yeah, and they you have, opened you in Woodbury them. about mm-hmm. a year ago. I do love them. They're going to make a Thanksgiving pie for four. So if you think of Australian pies, they're puff pastry top. They're fully encased um, pie, we but they're going to make it for a family of four. Right. They're really, they're quite delicious. And Are you they, talking about there's like savory in there? Is yes, that what you're talking? it's all savory okay. turkey it's it's like a chicken it's pot like a pie, pot but pie. it's a turkey pot pie, but it's Australian style. I always have loved turkey pot pies. And they're really good, and they have some sides that come with it, too. So that's fun. Yeah. Um, so that's at Bub's. And then Axel's is doing a good value dinner for two. It's 50 bucks. 
So for two, that was one of the cheaper um, iterations I saw. Also, the How Stanley's in Northeast, they've got a $36 dinner for two that's plated. Um, Nicollet Island has a dinner for one. Yes. So well, you can order for one. It's it's a little bit more on the expensive side, but it looks delicious. You get roast turkey, strip, steak strip. You can choose. Yes. So one of the things that I was going to tell you is that there's plenty of the hotels who are now not able to do, they were taking their reservations. And so like queuing as well, like they're doing it per person. So you don't have to think about it as like, like if you have two people, it's just two, it's just a, you order per person, but it, you can get a one person meal. St. Dinette is doing that as well. I love that. Yeah. Um, and it makes sense. Like, yes. cause then you can, and especially with like Nicollet Island in, you can choose like, like Kurt wants steak and you want turkey. So you can have that both of you can have what you want and if you end up having to deliver to parents or to people that are in quarantine or to your teenage high college children that can't come home right and you're going to do a drop i thought these single meals were really a good idea yeah something just totally randomly different that i'm excited about a lot of women out there have created these board companies, right? Where they're yeah. making cheese boards. Grays and, boxes. Yeah. And Grays this, local is cute. There's this woman who, uh, her company is The Board Loon. Oh. And she's got a picnic box and it comes in either a square or a round. It's a one or two person thing. Yeah. She's also doing on Monday at 5 and 6.30 a virtual to show you, give you a grocery list and to show you how to do Grace boxes. Great. So maybe you have college kids and instead of, you know, bringing them all the stuff, you're because they can't come off of campus, you drop off 10 Grace boxes for their dorms mm-hmm. because they're all going to be quarantining together or being together. Yeah. Another like idea. Um, great idea is um, something totally random. You ready for it? Yeah. Rectangle pizza. They oh, are doing rectangle as in rectangle as in the company yeah. rectangle. Yeah, they are doing a Thanksgiving take and bake pizza that they're calling Thanksgiving leftovers. Yes, I know. And it's God, uh, so cute. turkey. It's got a poblano cranberry roasted dressing gravy. This is all on an eight by 10 inch pizza with tater. Tots it's a Detroit you style. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a big old pan pizza, pan, but it's like square. Then Actually, they give rectangle. you a, uh, a large pumpkin rice crispy bar for dessert. And the Thanksgiving leftover pie, they're calling it, is 20 bucks, And you can pick it up on Wednesday. So you could just ditch the whole Thanksgiving meal altogether and go with pizza. Yeah. And play games with your spouse or your friends or whoever is in your bubble. Right. No, it's true. thought that would be kind of fun. I like that idea. And there's also, uh, I will tell you that, like, my kids, so now, because my kids aren't coming home, so all of my adult children are in their own homes and they have all this is this is maybe like the best worst case scenario for them. The worst case scenario is that we don't all get to be together and hang out and do our giant feasty feast. The best case scenario is that they get to finally cook their first turkeys like they're doing. They're all doing turkeys on their own, which leads me to my final point. OK, I am making, like I said, all these dropped food deliveries, probably. So then I'm like, okay, I don't, I have all these pie, like what, I couldn't find like the tinfoil pie pans. I couldn't oh. find anything. So I was like, I'm going to Arks Valley Village today. I'm going to get the pie pans. I'm going to get things to Were make macaroni and cheese because then I can just leave them with the people. Of course. And I don't have to worry about all these dishes being all over town. Yes. It's a little bit nicer than just some of the paper stuff. Yes. And it's hard to serve a macaroni and cheese in a paper. I just, Yeah. So I'm going to get like casserole dishes and stuff and just give them to the people. That's good. So that's what I'm doing today before I go and get my Norseman craft canned <laughs> cocktails that you just turned me on to. 
So I guess the long and short of this is think small can be different. It can be just something completely different than you ever thought of. It can be rigatoni. It can be rectangle Thanksgiving leftover day pizza. And we have a question on the Twitters from a Stephanie and she says, would love suggestions for doing a pork loin or some kind of a pork roast. Yum. And that's an interesting, I totally like, I, you know what I would do? I would make a Wellington. I would do like a pork tenderloin Wellington. I just was thinking the same thing. Because really? Jamie Oliver has a recipe that has like prunes and apples inside it. Oh. It's fantastic. And then you wrap it in bacon and it's just, you slice it thin. Yes. Or not super thin, but like half an inch. Yes. Um, I'll find that Jamie Oliver stuffed pork recipe. It's delicious yeah that's that's on the twitters but that's uh i mean seriously so i i just think also like i know that we do we eat so much pork and that's the reason why i look forward to thanksgiving as the bird because you know it's just something porky god we eat so much pork but the the funny thing is is that like i don't do roasts very often or i don't do loins i really almost never make a pork tenderloin but they're delicious and beautiful and, and because they can be fancy and small yep like actually that's kind of the perfect idea so well done, Stephanie. Are you going to have Thanksgiving pork? You might. I I don't. I I won't. I already have my bird. So. Yeah, I just ordered my bird, and they they actually called me. My co op so lovely. They called me. They're like, so we're just checking to make sure that you checked the box for the uh, like twenty four to thirty pound. I'm like, no, I did it this year. I did. Did I? Like, it was very unclear of whether or not I just automatically checked the last biggest box possible, but. We did get a 20-pound turkey. I got a 20-pound bird because yeah. here's the thing. In the end, uh, Thanksgiving is the best batch cooking day of the year. So and there's just meat. Turkey risotto and turkey tikka masala and turkey tetrazzini. <laughs> it's all coming. All right, you guys. We'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish on My Talk 107.1. Little Weezer for you. Little Weezer for you. Weezer. Oh, my God. Hey, you guys, we have the phone lines are open all day for us, but we just want to remind you, 651-641-1071, if you want to call in and ask us questions like Joy, who is on the phone. Are you there, Joy? Yes, I am. Oh, what can we help you with today? Just looking to figure out if there's some place in the Rochester area that I can order a uh, Thanksgiving meal or dinner for a college student who's not coming home. Okay. Yes. Hanson's gotcha. I do. And it's pretty good price too. It's um, at a place called Canadian Honker. Have you ever been there? No. It's kind of, it's, it's nice. It's like a sports bar, but it's a little more elevated than that. And for twenty ninety nine, you get turkey stuffing, mashed potatoes, gravy, Scalloped corn, cranberries, dinner rolls, garlic toast, and a choice of pumpkin pie or coconut cake. Okay. That's a lot of food wow. for a perfect for a college yeah. student. Okay, great. Yeah, and so you're going to order that at Canadian Honker. Actually, um, I'll tweet out the link. So do you have Twitter? I don't. Okay, I'll, <laughs> how, do you have Facebook? I do. We're going to get, Hope's going to help you out. Okay. Hope we'll give you the address online. Sorry, but it's a good deal. She should get it for her college student. If I was a college student, I'd want that. Okay. All right. Um, Uh, Next question. 651-641-1071. If you guys have any questions or concerns. Um, We did have a question uh, about bartenders. Uh, Wolf's gal, Stacy, our friend, she says she follows a lot of food people but need recs for bartenders to follow because she, uh, preferably with actual how-to recipes, techniques, tips, looking for cocktail inspiration. Um, I would think that this is a very popular need for the coming four weeks. 
So, because we're all going to be making cocktails for ourselves again. Yes. Um, I think that we were saying, you know, if you follow our friend Eric Eastman at Minnesota Ice, that's a good, uh, that's a good thing on Instagram. I think Instagram is the best place where we're talking about following people for this, right? Yeah, um, I think so. And then also uh, John S. Olson, who is uh, a wine rep, but he's been a bartender around town for a long, long time. Is his handle John S. Olson? I'm going to look that up right now. Okay, while you're looking that up, we did get a question about an organic Thanksgiving meal for takeout. And I'm going to proudly recommend all of the Twin Cities co-ops, but Lake Winds in particular. You can call them and they will have everything ready for you for pickup. You can place your order online at lakewinds.com. Also, uh, People's Organic is doing a Thanksgiving organic takeout meal, and that would be somewhere you would order online and pick up from the Galleria. So hopefully that answers your organic Thanksgiving meal for takeout questions. Another, if you're if you're concerned about gluten-free or if you've got someone in your family that has some intolerances, the co-ops are also great for that. They've got gluten-free gravy. They've got all different kinds of stuff for you. Yes. This is true. Okay, PK John John is John's. <laughs> okay, PK John John. PK John is it John J O N J O N. Of course, PK John John. Is... Way to make it simple, there, John. I know it's so great, but it's so good, and he's got good stuff. So he's got good cocktails for you. Okay, six five one six four one one zero seven one. While we all go to our twitters mm-hmm. and follow PK John John, John right? Um, Funny, and then you know, of course, Easy Easy and Company. Uh, yes, that's our friend Eric, Eric Eastman. Eastman. And um, who taught me how to make drink shrubs and simple syrups. Right. And and Jason Suss, too. I mean, he does good cocktails and stuff. Okay. Okay. We do have a call. We have Sharon Lee is on the phone. Sharon, are you there? Yes, it's Sharon Lee. Yes, I'm on the phone. Okay. What can we do for you today? Thanks much. I I need a meal for two people, uh, but I need it all organic. Yes. Um, so uh, you're so going to go, so I want, I'm, I, I, I'd love to hear where I can pick one up. Lakewinds food co-op. Well, I know Lakewinds. That's, you're going to be able to get an entire organic meal all prepared for you that you can pick up that you can deliver to someone. Is there anywhere else? Cause I don't, because they use canola oil in all their, uh, slides. Oh, no, I don't think they do. Yeah, they do. Okay. I know because I've. Because you've asked them with them for a long okay, time. Okay, I will research that. Uh, if you need to go to another alternative, try People's Organic or try The Good Earth. Both will have Thanksgiving situations. I for would you. check with Birchwood too because Birchwood is they're sold out. Oh, they're sold out. Yep. Yeah, that's the hardest part about the ones yeah, that are I very love Birchwood. Kind... But I thought they closed down. Nope, they're open, but they are sold out of their Thanksgiving offerings. Yeah, we're kind of a little oh. late on that one. I think. Is it that? few places just like those three i know Lakewinds. i know people all of the co-ops mississippi market uh hampton park co-op all of the co-ops are going to have organic thanksgiving entrees and ideas for you okay no no specific other restaurants there aren't a lot of restaurants that do 100 percent organic they might have sustainable food yeah but organic is a specific you know that certification that they then have to it's just it's kind of it's kind of right. hard to get the whole thing to be organic. So, right. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Sharon. Sorry. Love yeah, it. Yeah, that's a tough one. But, you know, that's how that goes. It's how the cookie crumbles. It's how that cookie crumbles. 651 641 1071. If you have questions, we are here for you. I know. 
Um, okay, so there's another question about, uh, oh gosh, I just lost it. Okay, one more time on the dry brine. They were asking how much, how long do you dry brine? And of course, dry brining, you guys, is when you just basically, you rub the turkey with like the good, you know, the fennel and the salt and the peppercorns and like all the good stuff you can choose to put in, you know, all savory. You can choose to put in a little bit of brown sugar in there. Um and you can do that with, uh, but I say that you need at least 24 hours. At the very minimum, you need 24 hours to do a dry brine. Um, and that kind of coincides with taking your turkey out and defrosting it, right? If you're not using a fresh turkey. Yeah, I guess I, I never used a frozen turkey. So I don't, I mean. Oh, wow. I, I always use frozen turkeys. You what? Well, Kurt buys the turkeys and they're always rock hard frozen bowling balls. And then we get them out of the refrigerator like three days in advance. So really? we brine the whole time. Where do you, what kind, are you buying like just like supermarket turkeys? Uh, he buys it and I don't judge it because no, he cooks I'm, it. I so, mean, honestly. Uh, yeah. Supermarket okay. turkey. All right. It could be Jenny O for all I know. Really? Yeah. I'm, I just, I mean, everyone that I've gotten has been like kind of not like frozen solid like that. It's yep. just sort of, it's definitely cold and it has been kept really, really cold, but um, they've never been frozen. I've never had to deal with that. I think too, if it's just going to be me and Kurt cooking and then we're doing all this delivery, I might do the buttermilk brine. Uh, you need a, you need 48 hours for buttermilk brine. P.S. Well, it, I have 48 hours for the chicken to dethaw anyway. Can't I like dethaw it in the buttermilk? Do you think? I don't know. I'm going to. Because I don't know if you're actually getting, oh, I don't know. This is a thing we're going to have to go look up. <laughs> This is one Stephanie of those things. Is so loath to answer my off the cuff questions without research. I know. I'm just gonna do it and be like, oh yeah, and I then know, I did we're this. We're gonna see how that goes. <laughs> I mean, oh god, I don't know. Hey, by the way, someone is uh, <laughs> Michelle is giving you props for Canadian honker. Oh yeah, yeah. It's she good. said they have the best homemade pot roast uh, commercial and great coconut cake. So yeah, she's and giving it would you just props. be great for a college student who's down there and. You know, a lot of people, their kids aren't coming home, so they're trying to figure out alternatives. I know, I know. Um, okay, it's can a I weird ask... name for a restaurant, though, Canadian Honker. Let's it just is. say that. Okay, here's a good question that we forgot to get to is where to buy really good gravy. Oh. Here's the deal, you guys. This year, I am not having gravy, and I am happy about that. At oh. least I'm not going to make gravy. So maybe that is. Maybe I will buy gravy. I think uh, I've had the gravy at Certix before. It's delicious. Yep. And you can just buy it by the the carton. Yep. Um, I'm trying to think of who else. I don't buy gravy very often, but a lot of people have gravy. There's um, a lot of gravy. I mean, like you can get it at Lunds and Barley. Keys you Cafe can get it has at gravy Kowalski's. you can buy just plain. Who does? Keys. Oh, yeah. There's a um, lot of places that have it as a pickup. Red Cow Red Rabbit, I yeah. think, has it as just a side. I feel like... I feel like there's a lot of like if and and I think a lot of places have who are doing the kits are sold out, but they still have some of those pickups. Mm-hmm. You know, I know there was foie gras gravy all over the place this year. Yeah, it wasn't Grand Cafe Lowry and Hill Gavin and all Kaysen that stuff. And yep. Oh, we have Sharon on the phone. Hi, is, Sharon. Hi, Sharon. Yeah. Hi there. Just a question. I I ordered a turkey breast, and I think he said it looks like a turkey. Um, it's just a turkey breast with the wings and the legs cut off. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So do you have any suggestions for how to make that in a crock pot? Yes. Okay. You're just going to rub it with uh, butter and you're going <laughs> to rub your herbs on the top of it and you're going to put it in your crock pot and you're going to cook it for about eight hours. You want to have some chicken broth in there so that you've got some liquid. And okay. I like to submerge it about halfway. I like the meat touching the liquid. and. Okay. Then when you're ready to serve it, you're going to peel off that gross rubbery skin 
And okay. then you're going to shred it and eat it. Okay. It's All right. Delicious. That sounds good. So any herbs or things in the chicken broth that I'm cooking it in? Time. Go time. Oh. Okay. Time. Thanks, That's all you need. Time and butter. All right, you guys. We'll be right back for a second hour of the Thanksgiving show on the Weekly Dish.